All is fair in love war and challenges. I have, this is a dirty game, bro. And what I've always said is all is fair in love, war, and challenges. 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 And Pastors, I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Louder. This is the Hit List. It's time to stir the pot. Tyler, what's really good with you, man? How you doing today? No, feeling good. You know, we had a, a very short episode, but you know, holiday times around. I'm excited for tomorrow. You know, challenge episode kind of capped off the week, and tomorrow Thanksgiving will start off a whole new thing. I'm I'm excited. This is a good time. I'm excited too. Happy Turkey Day for everybody who's taking a couple of minutes to tune in and hear us talk our shit. One hell of an episode today, a lot of twists and turns, and it's funny how we think about a 60-minute episode being short nowadays because we've been so spoiled with 90-minute episodes. Let's go ahead and start on The Basement. How are we doing the tear system this week? Every time, every week, we lose a couple of more challengers, and we have to adjust our tear system. How are we going to do it this week? Top 12. So let's break it down. Top four, middle four, bottom four. So The Basement's going to be nine through 12. So if that's where we're going to start off, man, you're already celebrating the holidays as it is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you're already celebrating right now. I've been drunk. <laughs> All right. Nine to 12. Let's go ahead and jump into this power ranking. All right. At number 13, we have Nani eliminated. Number 12, Ninja Natalie. At number 11, D. At number 10, we got Captain America, Leroy. And at number nine, we have Cam. So the funny thing about the basement is these four people all seem to be kind of uh, interconnected with Ninja and D and Leroy and Cam. Do their relationship have any bearing on why they're at the bottom of the barrel for this week? Not, not really. It just kind of just happened as I was piecing these together based on performance and interviews and screen time. It just kind of started falling into place. I don't build these top to bottom, bottom to top. I kind of start placing people where I feel like they should be appropriate. And then I go top or bottom based on a who's ranked there. So it just happened to fall this way this week. So let's go ahead and talk about Nani. Nani has seen herself eliminated this week. I don't dislike Nani that much, but I haven't really been rooting for her. She's going home. She tried hard right before the final. Let's talk about Nani for a little bit. I mean, how do you feel about her going home right before the final on a season where she didn't have that much power? And a lot of people think that she, was, she only made it this far because she was a layup, because she was the buffer for Team USA. I mean, Nani had a pretty decent season. Compared to most seasons when you see her, I mean, it's like a rinse and repeat for her. We see her show up, she starts partying, a couple episodes in, she performs a little well, and then she gets a huge fight with somebody and it blows up, you know, because she's drunk. Her, normally it's her best friends. And then she gets eliminated mid-season. This, this season, though, she stayed the course, she made it far, and you did say, you said it right, she was a layup, and that's how she was viewed. But in this game, sometimes being a layup gets you to the final. So that's not such a bad thing. Uh, it didn't work out for her. Unfortunately, numbers, you know, came down to the end. And I was thinking about something. I was like, what if Jordan and Tori never switched? The vote would have been 5-5. Five, five. Like, what would have happened there, you know? And Nani maybe would have stayed. The numbers wouldn't have been messed up. So I think it's just her alliance got picked off too early. And that just kind of hurt her game. Uh, I think this season, the numbers just wasn't really in her favor. Let's talk about somebody who did have the numbers. That's going to be Killer Cam. Now, Killer Cam, she dropped to four spots. 
we didn't really see her in a lot of uh, interviews and stuff. What does Cam have to do to really get herself out of the basement, out of the bottom barrel? I mean, everybody who made it through this episode is going to be in the final. What is Cam going to have to do to make sure she's in the top tier for next week and on her way to win this thing? I mean, she just got to be a performer that she is. This episode, there was really no need for her in the storyline. Obviously, you could tell the edit wasn't going in that direction. So she fell out. She only had on my account one interview. And I know people online keep track of these interviews. And, uh, you know, but if the interview happens, they go to a clip and they come back and it's the same interview. I counted as one. So she only had one interview this week, which is the same as Ninja. And that's kind of bad when you're getting as much screen time as Ninja. And essentially, all Cam has to do is outperform some of these champions that she's surrounded with. I mean, there's a lot of good competitors on Team USA, a lot of good competitors on Team UK. It's time to just, you know, put up, put up or shut up, you know? And she talks the talk, but it's time for her to walk the walk in the final. And exactly. And in the final, that's the time to definitely come through and perform. So let's go ahead and take a look at the mid-tier. So at number eight, we have Cara Maria. At number seven, we have Zach. At number six, we have Pauly. And at number five, we have Rogan. Now, this seems, <laughs> this is a pretty stacked mid-tier. Um, we definitely see a lot of people in the cult, but the, the odd man out is going to be Zach, <laughs> our, uh, our forgotten man. What's impressive about Zach, real quick, you just mentioned his name, is like, he has been against the major alliance the entire season, yet has never once been targeted for elimination. Has been in, I, I haven't looked at the numbers yet, I'll go after the season, but one of the most in the tribunals himself. And he gets a lot of a lot of different screen time than he normally does. He's not in any drama right now, even though he's on the opposite alliance, but he's kind of just like narrating the season for us. And he's giving us some good takes here and there. You know, it's very interesting to see Zach in the role he's in. It's a, he's a completely different person than he used to be a couple seasons ago. Well, one of the reasons why I think Zach hasn't been put up for elimination is he has been killer in the dailies. Every daily he has come through, he has performed, but he's, I don't, I also don't think that he has the, the strength necessary to switch teams. If Tori and Jordan wasn't already on Team UK, like if Zach is thrown into elimination, like if it was his day to go in today and Tori and Jordan's on the other team, sure, he'll go. He would have never been the first person to make a move to jump to Team UK and he doesn't have the opportunity to. So he's not going to do it. He's not even the type to put himself in a position to go into elimination because in elimination, he could probably beat most of Team UK. And that's saying that even with CT and Jordan on the other side. But he would have never made that move. He's killer in the dailies. He's good for Team US. And he's not going to jump as long as he doesn't have the opportunity. What's the point of getting rid of him? Not a smart game move. Keep him. No, uh, 100%. And he's actually really good in finals. I mean, he has a first place and a second place finish. I mean, free agents, obviously, you know, that's where everybody kind of labels him and everything. But a guy that size, his entire body cramps, you can't fault him for having that much muscle mass climbing that high of an elevation. I mean, it, it, it's going to happen. No, exactly. And it's a lot harder for those big guys, especially, especially when it comes to body weight things. But I think Zach is sitting pretty good. We all know once you're in the final, it's every man for themselves. This is a, I mean, we've all seen some stacked finals. Just to pair the whole reason that the final exists is to have the best of the best. A couple of times, <coughs> JMTV, a couple of people get in there who doesn't really belong, but nobody ever makes a final who doesn't belong. The only time, like we were quoting there before you move on, layups and everything, the only time layups make it in is because somebody pulls them along. 
I mean, the only reason <clears throat> Jay um, made the final that one time was because Wes manipulated the system, completely put everything together and was like, if everything works, he's going to get there. You get a guaranteed first or second. Uh, and But right now, when we're looking at this, I see maybe one, maybe two layups. But even then, that's a maybe because they're both really strong. Name names. So, okay, D and Ninja. Now, here's why. I know everybody's going to say, well, Ninja was the only female to complete last final. But here's the thing. That was an individual final. We've seen that she's not a really good team player as she is an individual player. Now, she's still a great athlete. She's great at a lot of things. Is she a bad team player or is the team just doesn't like her? I mean, most of the team likes her. It could be, it kind of could be both. I mean, that's something that I would like to actually talk to her about directly and be like, what is it? Do you just need to be on your own? Because I mean, if you look at, go to the past, like 10, 15 years ago, CT on team challenges would get frustrated. Abram would get frustrated because his, their teammates around him couldn't hold up. And then they go individual and they just blossom. And so maybe Ninja is better individually. That's why I say she's maybe, maybe a layup. Also, her name's been thrown around a lot. And then D, obvious, the obvious cases. She's everything Ninja isn't, which also means she's a great team player, but she's not as good physically, obviously, as Ninja. So they both have their strengths and flaws. We have a team player that's not as strong and a strong player that's not a good team player. They're not really layups. But if you had to label somebody in this group, because this is a strong group. This is a group. strong final. I mean, Jordan, CT, Cara, Pauly, even... Rogan, who's a little bit untested, he's been kind of doing okay in the dailies and has the build. You would assume he's going to be okay. Cam, Ninja, this is one hell of a final. I'm so excited to see how this plays out. Let's go ahead and move into the top tier. All right. At number four, we have Tori. At number three, Ashley. Number two, CT. And once again, taking the top spot is going to be number one, Jordan. This motherfucker. Jesus Christ. I mean, it is, it is so hard to not place them this high. And for most people, I bet they see this list and they get turned off and they're like, oh, I hate this. This is terrible. I'm, I'm tuning away. Stay with us. Hold on. Don't go anywhere. You might not like Jordan, but that guy performs. He had to do that same swim three times. And every time he beasted it. Granted, he wasn't going up against the best competition, but his competition was the time. I mean, the first this team usa didn't get farther than four medals when team uk got to seven at one point all because of jordan i mean that's almost double the time that's insane jordan most definitely saved this elimination for team uk anybody who listens to this show or love war challenges know that i do not like jordan i never like jordan i mean if we could go off how he talks to women how he talks to people of color the whole incidents with Naya, not to even get into any of that. I dislike Jordan. I just don't like him. But how good is he? How can you be mm -hmm. mad at that? He's not afraid to go into elimination. He's not afraid to stand up to whoever he feels like standing up to. He's not afraid to speak his mind, even though I do believe 80% of that, he can use a little bit of shut the fuck up juice. But <laughs> when it comes down to it, take all that away and come down to just the performance, he shows up, he gets it done, and I love the challenge. I love the, the thing. I mean, I love the drama. I love the, the strategy. I love all of that about it. But more than above everything else, I love the competition. And this guy brings it week in and week out. It's always a pleasure to see. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see who's the guy who's going to come in and knock his fucking block off any day of the week. But you got to give it to him. You got to give it to him. 100%. And he's, I'd have to go look at this. I think he's the third person ever 
to make a final as, no, he's the fourth person ever, I think, to make a final as a team, a pair, and a solo. The others being Johnny Bananas, Kara, and CT. That's a very short list. Not a lot of people got it. I mean, even people like, like uh, Mark Long or Evelyn or Emily Schramm don't have those kind of stats. And he's what, uh, seven and one in eliminations? Seven and one or eight and one. I forget after this last one, but either way. That's phenomenal. <laughs> and who's the one person to beat him? The all-time challenge champ, the GOAT. You know, a lot of people have been talking about the Mount Rushmore of challengers. Now, I hate Jordan, so I got a little bit bias going that way. And even with that, I'm not ready to put him on the Mount Rushmore. But you can't make a top 10 list of male challenge competitors without him. You can't do it. No matter how much you dislike him, you can't leave him out. I mean, if he wins, this will be his third win in five seasons. And his fourth final in five seasons. And that's... Efficiency. Efficiency, but not only that, but then he would have won a pairs, a solo, and a team. Showing that he is one of the most versatile competitors out there. And he's doing this also, if you look at all this, without an alliance. Look at every season he's been on. He has been in the minority almost every season. And yet, somehow, he comes through. And I think it's because he has what everybody should always have. Not just challengers, but like the willingness to fight for everything. To not, you know, use his handicap as if he can't do anything. He overcomes everything. And as much as you dislike him as the person, which is completely fair and valid for any challenge fan or any person, he is one of the greatest performers the challenge has ever seen and he just did it again here today and we might have to like talk about this later on but he might be one of the top five best swimmers the challenge has ever seen absolutely i don't even think that is a hard case to make the thing about jordan is he has a huge chip on his shoulder and that probably what makes him so great but the thing that makes him so great is also what makes him very unpalatable and unlikable for a certain section of the vocal challenge community and we all know a lot of us are vocal but let's go ahead and move it to your number two spot, CT. CT, shock the game. Shock the game by oh, man. playing the smart move and protecting Team UK and voting in two Americans. Highly controversial move. Was it? He agrees. He agrees that was a controversial move. Look at that. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> CT, was it a smart move to protect Team UK for going into the final because he knows he's going to need them for that because his group? Or should he have stuck with his alliance? So well, everybody's looking at everything here. This is what I think. There's three options here. His first option is to stick with his alliance, keep going and playing the middle game, you know, and doing everything Team USA wants him to do. And he could have done that, which would have resulted in Nani versus Tori. Now, the second option is the option he took was option two, which was play his own game. And timing is everything. When you go to make a move in this game, if you make it too early, it can bite you in the ass. If you make it at the right time, though, Everything kind of falls into place. And while Team USA only lost Nani, and this is no disrespect to Nani or anything, um, they still lost a member. They still lost a number. And that's also somebody, you know, that's motivation type thing. They just, they just keep losing people. This is like their second week in a row of, of losing somebody. The third option that I think CT should have took and made his team even better was he should have pulled in Jordan and Tori in the tribunal and voted D in. I don't think CT would have been able to do that, mainly because he was the bearer of bad news about how everybody tried to get D thrown in last episode. I think that because of going through that, she shouldn't have gone in. In all reality, at this point, if it's going to be a team challenge, you got to protect Tori. You're, you're going to take D over Tori if you're going to go in with one girl? I didn't like the move because I've been rooting for this uh, Kara cult, this Kara alliance the whole way. But when it's coming down to the final, 
and you are going to be running with these people. These people are going to co-sign your check. You know, these are your only two girls. You got to protect them. One hypothetical. Let's say he does option three. He pulls in Jordan and Tori in the tribunal and he goes, listen, let's make our team the strongest. Nani's already been voted in and they vote in D. Now, here's what happens. D wins. She feels betrayed. She goes to Team USA. They just got a little bit weaker. Nani wins. She switches over and joins them and they improve from D to Nani. So, I mean, it would have been a win-win in that situation. It would have been, like CT said, if he had more time, could have made the move even better. And I think that's kind of what he was thinking about. Um, nonetheless, it was still exciting to see. It completely flipped the episode upside down and gave us a more entertaining aspect. And the faces from Team USA were priceless, nonetheless. Absolutely. I can't wait to grab those screenshots. Well, definitely one hell of an episode. We got the challenge right around the corner. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited to see this final. So excited to see how this plays out. Definitely great. That's going to that's gonna do it for us here at the Hit List. Definitely been excellent. Thank you guys for sticking with us. I hope you guys have a very, very happy Thanksgiving. Once again, make sure you guys visit us at youtube.lwcpodcast.com. Uh, we usually post this up in a couple of days. You should be able to see it there if you're not watching it on Twitter. Make sure you visit ranker.lwcpodcast.com so you make sure you can see the written out power ranking that we got going on. Also, visit shop.lwcpodcast.com for all of your Love Wood challenges the hit list and general challenge gear one of the things we're bringing for you guys in january is custom made love war challenges t-shirt and after tonight you're going to be yeah. able to pick the t-shirt of your favorite love war challenges host you'll have love war challenges up here and it'll say malik tyler becky or antonio we're very excited to bring that to you thank you to everybody that's been watching us and, and enjoying this if you happen to like malik said you know if you're only catching us at the tail end here and you wanted to see the rest of it check out youtube it'll be there if you don't want to view it, you can listen to us. Like this is open for you guys in multiple different ways. So. And come tell us, come tell me how wrong I am on these power rankings. I love to hear the feedback on this. Absolutely. We read every review. We read every email, every phone call. My number's still out there and hard to find. Holla at your boy. <laughs> Once again, I am MTV Malik. He is Tyler Ladder. This is The Hit List. Happy Thanksgiving and good night. Thank you for sticking with us. Peace.